0: It is March 17th, 2016. This is Room in the Trees, a podcast about tenderness and soft focus. No, it's about living life as a creative person, good and bad, probably leaning a little towards oversharing. Uh, this is an experiment and will probably evolve as we go, but for the moment, our general format is that one of us will choose a thought quote subject or something to get conversation started uh, and then we'll talk about it for a while this just happens to be episode number one love fernando room in the trees is hosted by sabrina ward harrison and me trent reynolds this podcast is made possible by you If you like what you hear, please consider showing your support by becoming a patron at patreon.com backslash room. Show notes, pictures, videos, and other stuff related to each episode can be found at our website, roominthetrees.com. Go and check that out and feel free to leave us some feedback, brief, uh, brief feedback. And now we begin. Well, let's start this is uh so this is a poem that comes from your library and why don't you read it
1: okay to be great be entire of what is yours nothing exaggerate or exclude be whole in each thing put all that you are into the least you do like that on each place the whole moon shines for she lives aloft Way to go in with something really complex. I don't know. <laughs> Just,
0: and this is the, uh, the poet Fernando Pessoa. Pessoa? Yes. I'm not familiar Who with I'm not Fernando. Familiar but, with.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fernando, love you, man. Love Fernando.
1: We can always pick another one.
0: No, I think but. this is—I think this is great. But well, okay, I think let's okay. give that disclaimer that we are—you know—we are not trained and schooled in in the history of of poetry. But that being said, there's—I think uh, a lot to unpack here, a lot—a lot that we can dig into. I think of so many things. That's that's part of the problem—is—is is where to enter this. But I think the the whole idea of being great and what that means to be great. Uh, it is so mm. is so different you know there's so many ways to think about that is is it some kind of cultural norm or are there qualifications or ways to to decide what determines whether or not somebody's great or you know there are maybe specific topics or ways that a person is great but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're great as a person or somebody that's noteworthy on a cultural level what, like what, what is this greatness that we talk about? That's you know? interesting.
1: Yeah, and right?
0: I think of like. I'm
1: thinking back as a kid when you told you're great, you're great. Like, what What the heck does great mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Can
0: you look up right now on
1: the computer what
0: great means? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we could look up what I'm great at means. Like what that? Yeah. All right. Great. Uh, really? Of an extent, amount, or intensity. Uh, considerably above the normal or average of ability quality or eminence considerably above the normal or average regardless of what the definitions are i, I think we have an intuitive sense of greatness you know some somebody that sticks out somebody's that's especially good or noteworthy and i think I think for most of us, and i don't I don't know if I want to make generalizations and say that that creative people, especially, I don't think we tend to feel great.
1: <laughs> I don't think so either. I do not think so I do not think so either.
0: I think like when we think of greatness it's it's the people that are visible, you know that 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 feature the the you know being visible having celebrity having some some kind of uh presence on a or visibility on on like a on a larger scale that that seems like an important or essential part of greatness but in reality you know i think of the people that i would consider great in my life um yeah. you know my parents or uh you know select few teachers like i think like both you and i would probably consider great yeah, but she certainly yes. is not visible on a, any kind of
1: Milif was our, our art school teacher in high school yeah so what comes to mind that when you think of her as great is her well, authenticity th-
0: her authenticity and I think to go back to this this quote I really uh-huh. felt like she was completely there like, like we were getting as her students we were getting all of her she would there was not any reservation you didn't feel like she was being very calculated in how she uh, you know gave out attention or love or uh, care like she gave it out freely and completely to, to everybody you know she was invested without in without any person. hesitation
1: about her snark if she felt snarky or in a bad mood and that's why you could sort of trust her greatness because she was decisive with. I loved how, You know, sometimes you see her, too, when I think of her, I just think of her dashing between those two classrooms, and just
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: always just freaking on going and in a mood. And you're like, okay, but it was it was so authentic. And
0: you're right. And sometimes she was totally in. totally grumpy and and like yeah, very on edge. And if you got in her way or. At, Like did something (laughs) dumb, she would let you have it, right? But that I think that is definitely part of it, right? Is you got a sense for the spectrum of who she was, both good and bad, and that there's there is an authenticity or a a realism in that that yeah, I, I definitely think was part of her greatness.
1: And it makes me think about when then there's the line of like, have a great time have a great life, have a great day,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, just, it's what that makes something great today.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, to be great, um, to be, to be great, be entire. So having a great day would maybe in, in, in that, along those lines or in that definition would be to have a day where you feel completely engaged in whatever activity you're doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But then, the kind of American culture of like be happy and get a lot done doesn't make for a great day all the time
0: no there's like, something there about the mismatch between defining greatness as being entire and being some kind of an entirety as opposed to having a great day or being a great person being something that's filtered and only the good stuff you know only the happy only the yeah. the highly productive and efficient and like that's that's part of greatness, but it's. I don't know. I think that's that's what so draws me lines to this of quote. What, yeah, I, go, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Yes, like the next line of of, of what is yours, nothing exaggerate or exclude. Be a in each thing. Put all that you are into the least you do.
0: Of what is yours, nothing exaggerate or exclude. So, of what is yours, yes. what is, what is it that is ours? What is this thing that we're not, what are these things that are ours that we're not supposed to exaggerate or exclude?
1: I feel like it's the complexity of all the feelings. It's the fear. It's the confusion. It's the not knowing. It's the, I'll give you a little example of yesterday. Mm. It was really, 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 really windy the past few days. And I have a balcony that has this kind of bamboo, like crappy bamboo kind of wind protector, sun protector, privacy fence that goes up higher than my balcony. And the whole thing like just got blown kind of over and was breaking and just, it's old and crappy. And I'm like, I'm gonna just cut this down and trim it. And I was completely, I went out with scissors. It was still really, really windy. The sun was shining and it was just cold. And I just was not in you know, handyman outfit mode or anything. And I'm like, I'm going to just trim this down and, like, try it with the scissors. I'm like, nope, nope, that's not going to work. So, I'm like, went down to the shed, and I got out these pruning, tree pruning, tree pruning clippers and, like, came up and, like, got this. I'm like, nope, totally rusty, rusty, rusty clippers. That's (laughs) not going to work. But I got so into just the physicality of the light and the, figuring it out and then i'm like i've got wd-40 and then i went went to spray it i'm like nope, there's no wd-40 left i'm like i'm going to figure this out and then i got i'm like i've got vegetable oil I'll, oil isn't that that'll probably work i poured vegetable oil all these <laughs> clippers and it wasn't about it like it i just did a hack job like but i loved the sun was out the birds were chirping the light was beautiful and i'm like I was entirely in it, and I wasn't, I was like, I'm not even, I don't even care. I don't even hmm. care that that's, it's a bad, it's not like I went out with a, this is the plan, and I bought this certain tool for it, and I measured it properly. Like, I cut the entire thing, but then I realized I cut it all too tall, so it doesn't fit under the, oh, <laughs> so cramming this bamboo in <laughs> But it's it felt so good, it made me so, I felt like it was a great day because I just, it and also again going back to the, the physicality of your day, like just getting into it. And I think that's the same with painting and creating, like whatever it takes to just be in it and not um, be calculated, I guess, in your life. Yeah.
0: what parts of your life or what is an experience recently that you don't feel like you've been entire where you do feel like you've excluded or ex- or exaggerated something
1: i think when i've been told or i've told myself you should just do this the way the other people are doing it and you should just this is like this is the easiest way to do it around like social media things and being like I just took a break a week break from Instagram like I just I don't feel like I'm really living my life when I'm tethered into that
0: I think that's another part of this that that's tricky is is you know like social media it didn't exist before very very recently we can add to ourselves we can become something different we can adopt new ways of communicating with other people or connecting or, or expressing ourselves right that can become part of what we are but it is also a good example of something where maybe we try to become that or add that to us and have that be part of us but we realize that it it does it's a mismatch it doesn't fit or it becomes yeah. it becomes something that's an exaggeration of who we are or it becomes something that represents an exclusion or just not, not something that's ours to own. So we have, we have to stop, you know, we have to say that I just can't do that and, yeah. and still feel myself.
1: Because it becomes now the discrepancy between your actual life and then the sort of thing you're trying to manage this other whole I can't put the words to that, but that really resonates
0: for me. I can imagine there are people that did not feel whole, that did not feel them them like that they were entirely engaged in expressing themselves before social media came along. Mm -hmm. I can imagine that there are a lot of people that social media enabled them to feel complete, to to feel entire, and therefore you know to feel to to feel great. And, you know, I think the converse is probably also true that the con- uh, social media has probably also made a lot of people. And I know in my own experience uh, in my life, I see people that feel less and feel incomplete because of their relationship to social media and the expectations they start to develop, the comparisons they start to make be- between themselves and their lives and other people. And all I mean, there's, yeah, the, it, it can cut both ways for sure. I think as a culture we're still trying to figure out what it is and what it means and how to incorporate it so that's interesting to think of of just pace I think yeah. of you you two like going in and it seems like you found resonance in Madison, Wisconsin for some reason that location made you feel more entire, would you th- think that that's yeah. the case? Or?
1: As you know and I've I'm very, very good at finding stuff on the street. And it mm-hmm. always feels a little bit mythical and religious and spiritual to me because I'm like, no friggin' way. I was just needing that. <laughs> and, and it always kind of reboots me, my whole system of like faith. I, I'm telling you, I I've, I've needed, I've had this crappy twin mattress so stupid to sleep on with two dogs, so inappropriate. It's a like, world's stupidest mattress like slide <laughs> off it all the time dogs fall off it and I'm like I need a beautiful memory foam thing that like holds me to my bed like just and I was walking down the street the other day and I and there was a someone had just put out exactly it fit my bed totally good condition friggin memory foam bed top thing Oh my gosh, a chickadee just flew against my window and knocked itself out. Oh, what did? Oh. A chickadee, a little bird. Hmm.
0: Huh.
1: A little bird just yeah. Anyway, and then I went back and then there was a mat there was these two two fantastic couch pillows that like fit my couch and the back of my couch perfectly, in perfect condition. And it just was one of those like it sounds funny but like I wish I videotaped the whole like arrival of seeing it going no way and then it was also the windiest day in the world and I'm like carrying these huge mattress things and like <laughs> whipping back and forth and just I felt um
0: that's awesome
1: I think I'm really I really have this well it goes back to the room and the trees thing like the the sense of just things are waiting to for you to experience and find and put together and make, just to, I I really think there is something about the, the, I don't know if divine is the word, but just something Hmm. you have to be engaged to find any really engaged. I mean, it's the best thing. It's like better than some stupid tweet or some, Stupid, other validation. Like, I just stood there, but like the sun was turning golden and rosy, and I'm like I found these pillows and this mattress thing, and I'm life is good. And versus, like going, oh, I found it on sale at Bed Bath and Beyond. I'm like, no. Right. This might well, not make sense to readers, listeners, that, but
0: that well, no, I think uh, for you, it's very important to feel connection. With the universe or this this kind of yes, your surroundings, you know, and if you go to a store where things are prepackaged and you know you're not you're not in tune with anything, you're just you know kind of participating in the in the rat race and you know the prepackaged life, you know, whereas when you find this thing uh out in your environment and it feels like you are. Are connected with something larger. You know, you're, yeah, you're, uh, like
1: the story of it all. Like the, yeah, story's yeah, yeah. Like yep, the yep, story is
0: happening. Like the story of the story is happening. Well, I think uh, what's interesting to me is is this, uh, this this the idea of being entire implies that there, it almost implies that the, something is like it's a static thing. Like we have this thing that. Um, we are this thing, and we can either be be this thing, or not, like like it's a pre set thing. But but I think what both you and I would agree on is that who you are and what you what is yours, and what your potential is 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 constantly evolving, and that it's a it's it's not something no. that's predetermined, or it's not something that's set. It's something that's, uh, that you have a lot of decision and, and it's something that to be discovered and to be created rather than something more passive, like that you don't have control over. So I think that's interesting too, that like you're feeling, uh, you're, you feeling like you're entire and authentic and in tune and, uh, you know, present, I think, um, is a very fluid thing. It's not something that that's nailed down,
1: and it's not something you arrive at. That's the other tricky part of it. It's like you just aren't gonna. There's no answer to it. And right. when you, how do you feel about this in regards to say working on a painting, approaching a painting, approaching like a part into a painting? How does this does this kind of speak to that for you?
0: i don't know i think like anything else that you do that that painting when painting's at its best for me um i'm pushing myself i am not worried about the end result i'm like engaged in just the the process right and i'm
1: uh so you're being in tight yeah i'm thinking more about just the physicality of making it like going in like going in strong with like I'm all in like to be great be entire like going Yeah. yeah. bold and
0: and not being and careful or protective or weight. forcing it to, yeah. to do something that it doesn't yeah. want to do. It's it's also like acknowledging that the the painting is is its own thing, you know, and that uh, that it has needs, mm-hmm. it, it has a direction, it has a potential that is mm-hmm. in some ways independent of me. You know that that this is something that both me and this painting are, are are creating together as two almost separate identities, rather than it being something that I'm kind of willing into existence. I really do think that the that the the object of art takes on its own um, I don't know identity or spirit or. or
1: When do you think you first experienced that feeling creatively in painting? How old or what? Do you have a memory of like when you just dropped right into it that way?
0: Well, I don't know. I don't know if I'm sure I had an awareness of that before I was able to consciously point at that and Mm. understand it. But I do remember being old enough to be taught that, creating art is more of a conversation between two things rather than it being like me you know, willing something into existence. Um, I remember that being a very powerful idea that was taught to me or shared with me or I found somewhere.
1: We've talked about this before as far as teaching, because you want to give that feeling to your students and that, that, that balance of how to evoke that, like just get into it deeply and fall in love with the making of it. You know, it's like,
0: yeah. We need to know what it is. what is ours to say, you know? And that's what we're searching for. That's what we need to be in tune with and, and learn how to express. And I think that's something as a teacher that I, I find a great deal of satisfaction when I see students that are able to find those things that are really theirs and find a way to express those uh, in a way that I can tell they think is truthful and, uh, and complete.
1: And I think that's a lifelong question of, like, what is ours to like? I don't know what's mine to say. I yep. don't know. Like, I still think my life, I really should be a professional fort builder. I just don't think, I just think
0: fort builder, my yes.
1: memories of creating started so little. I was so little, and I was, forts were the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's a thought behind the first thought where you go, what do I want to do? But what I really want to do is if I could just do anything... And also, the idea of forts is so different than the idea of like I want to be an architect. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> it's like no, right. I want to
1: make stuff out of just found. Um,
0: One of the things I loved about your parents' house is it had that feeling of, of there was a fortiness to it. Like when I walked in there, I felt like the books and the decoration, and it felt so um,
1: uh-huh.
0: cared for. And, and like, found and put yeah. together intentionally, and it wasn't, like, prints, prints from Ikea up on the wall, you know, it was... <laughs>
1: no, no.
0: You know, it wasn't books on the shelf that you would expect to see in any household, you know, it was, like, these very intentionally yeah. placed and collected things. Anyway, yeah. I'm sorry I cut you off.
1: I really get that, I really get that from both my parents, I really... And because we moved so many times, probably like 15 times growing up, my, the way my mom could just, we'd be renting a house and just, boom, we just had that place in the most magical. Mm-hmm. We just moved in, boom, magic, special, creative, problem solving.
0: All right, Fernando Pessoa, All right. Uh, I'm going to read it one more time and then uh, let's, let's have okay. just closing impressions or thoughts. To be great, be entire. Okay. To be great, be entire. Of what is yours, nothing exaggerate or exclude. Be whole in each thing. Put all that you are into the least you do. Like that on each place the whole moon shines, for she lives aloft. That last, what I'd like to say in closing, and I think... uh, going back to Melif, because I think she is such a good example of, of what this uh, poem represents to me. She, uh, this last phrase, like that on each place the whole moon shines, for she lives aloft, I really do think mm-hmm. that Melif found a place, like a mental, physical, emotional, spiritual place that she could exist and be herself entirely. And live in the world and be whole as the moon, you know, has a place and its proximity mm-hmm. to the earth and its proximity to to the things that it shines on is just as important as as what it is, if that makes sense. There's something spatial and a relationship aspect mm-hmm. to this whole thing that I think is really important and I think mila kind of embodies. She was able to find that can you, place. Can
1: you repeat? Yeah. Keep she,
0: yep. she was able to find that place where she could exist and be whole and she could illuminate and the effect that she could have the the light that she shined was whole you know it was like it illuminated completely and it, it represented something that was complete an energy that was complete an identity um anyway i'm kind of all over the place with that that's but.
1: fantastic that's fantastic that's beautiful that's true and by being all of herself so it wasn't that she was like I'm shining this light down for everyone else with this balanced proximity like she was messy and raw and as is and truthful
0: she was just herself um, she was the was whole moon yeah. shining for she lives aloft she found that place
1: one day we'll have to have a conversation with her
0: oh for and sure here. sure.
1: I'm going to say something to the audience right now.
0: Oh, you go. Go say something.
1: (laughs) I'm saying (laughs) that this is me in Madison right now, March 18th, 2015. And I hope people are all able to just take a breath and... Be entire and be gentle with your greatness and the greatness of the little details and the little moments and follow the light. Look at the light in the sky. Oh my gosh, this is dumb. Sorry. No, no.
0: Own it. That's great. (laughs) Well said. And I think the only thing that I want to say, uh, I, I, I will say to you, but also say to to whatever audience there might eventually be for this and that is that the people you surround yourself with are an essential part of this this goal to be entire and i feel like yeah. you know i want to pay you the compliment that you are a person in my life that i feel like you know a unique friendship that i really value and i feel like you you're a person that i do feel like i can be entire with uh-huh and not feel self-conscious or judged or misunderstood uh, you're one of those rare people in my life that I can feel i like the entirety of me is accepted you know and and that is that's a treat yeah I'll I'll leave thank it at that thank you
1: and i think it's critical to have hear those kind of conversations and relate that way and maybe not feel so alone with the questions for sure Okay. Signing off. We did it.
0: Thanks for joining us. And I hope you'll continue to listen. We've already recorded four episodes that I am excited to share with you. We'll be posting one a week. Sabrina and I also have a bunch of ideas for this podcast and for the website. We would like it to become much more than just an audio podcast. We'd like to find ways to give you excuses and reasons and an appetite for getting your hands dirty and making stuff. If you are interested in seeing where this goes, again, I would ask that you consider supporting us at patreon.com backslash room and by sharing this podcast with your friends website is roominthetrees.com, where you can find show notes and much more, and we're on Facebook. Music for this episode was provided by my brother, who is awesome, and you should check out his music on SoundCloud. His username is Venters Stag Motel. Come back next week for episode two, The Disabler. I think you'll like it.